Hello, and welcome to Listen to These Nerds. This week we're doing a one-shot, which is the Pathfinder 2nd Edition playtest. Oh, god damn it! those ceiling spells I brought didn't specify Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Losers, you said no D&D, you didn't say no Pathfinder. Uh, yeah, he, he found the loophole, guys. I'll go back to the shrine. Fucking goddamn bullshit. Um, anyway, we got about two hours until Harry can prepare whatever spell he's got, so... I guess the floor is yours, Joey. Alright, um, so, uh, we're doing the playtest. Unfortunately, we can't do the full campaign. It's a little long and involved, so we're just going to be doing a one-shot. Yeah, um, Joey would get sealed way before we could do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could, it wouldn't even be a done the lore. Yeah, um, yeah and then it'd, it'd just be unsatisfying for everybody, both us and the listeners. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, we'll be doing an adventure that I've designed. Uh, personally, uh, and uh, I guess we'll start with introductions. Um, I'm Joey, I'll be the DM on my left. I'm Chris, and I am going to be playing the character of Tudgar Doombeard, also known as Tud to his companions, a level 6 dwarven druid. I'm John, I'm playing the immortal Plagueis Legbron, a goblin gladiator who wields the shark bat. You know, because bats are the ultimate weapon. <laughs> Thanks to me. Uh, and I'm Harry. I will be playing Bastin Burnsworth, uh, otherwise known by his goblin name of Burn Bastard. Uh, he is a level 6 goblin alchemist, and if you couldn't guess by the name, he likes to set things on fire. <clears throat> Our adventure begins in the uh, mysterious and incredibly vague land of Alderdale. Um... <clears throat> a continent known for adventure. You are a group of three mercenaries who have just returned from a rather perilous job. Um, you were hired by a uh, local uh, <clears throat> dilettante by the name of Bertrand Knox, who hired you to acquire a very specific magical relic that he says resonates with uh, something he's been searching for for a long time. He was rather cagey about what the specific thing was, uh, although you, with your between your intimidation and your diplomacy, you were able to glean that it's some sort of being or object of great power. Um, it's something that he claims to have been looking for for several years. Um, sorry. On the way back, can I use Arcana to try and figure out a bit more about this thing? I'm presuming that you use your Arcana, okay. and it's... Sufficiently um, obscure that unless you get more information, you don't feel like you're comfortable. You have an idea of what it is. It's, it's some force or thing or person, and definitely magical in nature. Okay. So this is the thing we're finding, or the something we so found. So you found essentially the radar for it. Mm. He asked you to go out and find this thing that will resonate with it. Um, it seems to be what looked at it, um, a type of gemstone, like almost looks like a kind of amber, um, and it's wrapped a single band that has arcane inscriptions on it. Um, your arcana checks and uh, knowledge uh, indicate that it is some sort of seeking um, spell, something that will um, presumably alert you to the presence of the thing that it's connected to. Hmm. Is it, uh, like, do we know how it works, or is it sort of a, you point a direction and it pulses the closer you are to something? Um, you can roll arcana check for that. So that is 7 plus 6, so 13. No, plus int, so plus 4. 17. Uh, you presume it has something to do with, like, 
it'll give you some sort of like notification, either sound or like um, like touch, or might glow. Uh, you're not 100. All right. But it will give you some sort of thing you'll be able to perceive. It's not like um, uh, it's not going to like send you a mental message or anything. All right. Um, so you come up to uh, the Bertrand Mansion. Um, you uh, bypass the gate with the key he gave you, and you come up to the front door. Oh, um, and before we head inside, is it alright if we quickly describe what our characters look like for the sake of the viewers? Sure. Um, as you walk up to the threshold of the uh, mansion, um, the first person who takes the lead. Okay, so Tudgar, or Tud as he's known to his friends, is a former soldier with the Dwarvish Army, but after... One too many battles, one too many friends exploding due to giant attacks, and, uh, yeah, one too many near-death experiences. He was saved by a druidic circle, and he found a new reason to fight, or basically he saw Mother Nature as the defending army and everything that opposes nature as the enemy. So he's pretty much like a dwarf clad in hide armor, very filthy looking, as though he spends a lot of time outdoors. He's got shaggy black hair and uh, no real beard, but he's got very thick sideburns and an almost perpetual sort of grin on his face with very wide eyes as though one too many dwarvish minds exploded a little too close to him and it's kind of had an effect on him. And he's also got a carved wooden helmet that he has on his head. So he's a soldier without a nation. Pretty much. No, he has a nation, Mother Earth. Mm. Uh, following behind him, uh, slightly smaller, but uh, more clad in metal. So, Flagus, the immortal, uh, won his fame in the Gladiator Pit by slaying 50 men. Uh, he's clad in full plate armor, has a sword, has a long sword and a shield, and uh, will proclaim that he is, uh, that he is uh, Flagus the immortal whenever... Uh, whenever he uh, charges into battle to intimidate his enemies. <clears throat> uh, and uh, rounding out the party in, in the back. Bastin is also a goblin, though he looks very different in regards to uh, Flagus. Flagus. Um, he has... The Immortal. The Immortal. He, he disputes that claim, and you have occasionally caught him trying to like sneak various concoctions into your food to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically is a goblin who managed to, beyond all sense, uh, managed to get into magical university and began studying in alchemy, where he discovered both his love of fire and the fact that goblins are, uh, <clears throat> shall we say, not treated with a lot of respect. In a sort of effort to survive, he effectively has tried to minimize his goblin-like features to the point where he uses cosmetic items to try and hide the tone, uh, to sort of um, hide his goblin features. If you kind of saw him from afar, you'd think that he's a very ugly halfling, With and then as you got closer, you'd realize he's a goblin. He's decked out in a large overcoat that seems to contain a lot of pockets that clink and clatter with the sounds of glassware as he walks. He is wearing um, studded leather armor, which he has adorned with various accoutrements, again, to try and make himself look more fancy. <clears throat> All right. So this um, somewhat mismatched party uh, approaches the door, um, and after rapping on it a couple times, you uh, and trying it, it seems to be locked. Um, 
You wait for a moment and you don't hear anything. Um, <clears throat> if you'd like, um, you can go around and maybe check in the windows or uh, just wait at the front door. Ha! Can any of us reach the windows? Yeah, the windows are low enough. The, the ground floor windows are low enough to the ground that you can look into them. Hmm. Fantastic! Okay then! You there, son! Come over here and get on my shoulders. I'll give you a boost up. How strong is your character? Uh, strength 14. Better idea. You get on my shoulders. Alright, I like your thinking, soldier. Come on! Bastion simply stands at the door, testing, going so uncivilized. <laughs> uh, Bastion, you can make a perception check. Not one. You don't see anything. I am too busy bemoaning these two idiots to notice anything. Okay. And a one, and a two, up! Alright, uh, make a strength check. Oh, wow! One-handed. One <sighs> yeah, so you just, like, grab him by the back, and you, like, you just lift him up with one hand, and with the other hand, you just, like, do the, like, muscle beach, like, Nat 20 arm, at work. Arm, like. Okay, so, what do I see? Alright, so you look inside the window, uh, you don't see it look resembles the inside that was since you've been in there. Uh, but you don't see any movement. Make a perception check. You're probably the best one to do this. <laughs> 22. Alright, uh, with a 22, you look and, um, actually, from what you remember, that stuff didn't, wasn't in, like, the table wasn't over in that corner, and those chairs weren't even matched with that table. Uh, they've been doing some feng shui reorganizing. Uh, do you have thievery? i uh, not trained in it. Uh, okay. Um, does anyone have thievery? Nope. Mm, nope. We are lacking a rogue in our party. Okay. okay. So, again, Bastin will just try again, knocking on the door. Uh, do you have any sort of... Um, <clears throat> do you have any war skills involving mechanical stuff? I know only war. I have academia, but I also have an acid flask. Uh, okay. You knock and uh, nothing, uh, you don't hear anything. I knock on the window. Don't hear much. Um, you do find it strange because you do remember that uh, Bertrand had uh, servants. Hmm. We have a key, right? Because we got through the gate. You had you had a key to the gate. Not the you house. Have a key to the house. Okay. The, the presumption was you could get in, but then if you got to the front door, they would let you in. Yeah. So, this seems weird because you also were, uh, you kind of, like, said to Ed saying you were coming, so they should be expecting <sighs> Is it just me, or does this seem a tad bit suspicious? It seems a lot like some of those traps those giants set up for us back a few years ago. Oh, here we go with the war stories again. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. Huh? I hop down from, uh, Flagus the Immortal Shoulders. I think what you have to do is you have to ask Flagus to let go of you. Yes. Excuse me, son. You mind putting me down? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot I'm holding you. <laughs> you weigh like nothing to me. <laughs> Alright, here's what we're gonna do. Form up a tight perimeter circle around the house and see what we can find. I suppose it's a better idea. Just in case, uh, you see uh, Bastin reach into one of his coat pockets and he pulls out a flask that you guys know based on the color and the shape of the flask that it's an alchemist fire. And he starts just tossing it in one hand. Never hurts to be prepared. Alright. Alright, so of course, we'll burn the door down and get in that way. Fantastic thinking, son. 
as much as I appreciate that idea, that might cause collateral damage. However, he stows that one, pulls out a different one, and you recognize it as a flask of acid. This might be able to melt the block. Hmm. Well, onward. Alright, so I will go up, and I will simply uncork the bottle and, like, splash the acid in the floor. Yeah, I mean, you've done this before. Uh, the acid just melts the shit out of the lock, and you can kind of, like, you actually can uh, pour it down the seam, and it's, like, cut it in half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, the door is now open. Yeah, he pushes it open and goes, Open Sesame! Okay. I suppose they'll have to bill us for the door. Well, considering how much he said he'd pay us for this, I'm fairly certain that should cover it. Alright. Alright, so you enter into the mansion. Um, you are greeted with a somewhat familiar uh, entryway, uh, although a bit less inviting this time, because there's uh, a dead silence and stillness in the house. Um, so it's kind of out-of-character question. Does this place look like it's being tossed, or is it just like things are not where we remember them? Alright, so make a perception check now that you're all inside. Uh, so 21. Critical fail. Alright, so Bastin, um, you uh, realize that uh, things have been moved around, but some things here are broken, leading you to believe that someone put things back into what they thought was the right place, as if they tossed everything and then put it back. Hmm. It looks like we may have uninvited guests. And clever ones at that. Uh, additionally, uh, as you venture uh, more inside, like up, up uh, into the uh, center, it seems like things have been a lot less handled uh, with care. As, as you enter into a uh, one of the game rooms that this uh, gentleman owns, and everything is actually just tossed. Okay, so definitely have uninvited guests. Um... <clears throat> It's almost as if the people uh, who tossed the place wanted to make it as appear as if uh, the place was not had not been entered. Mm -hmm. All right, so <clears throat> we can all see in the dark, right? So we don't have to like turn on lights or anything. It's the middle of the day. Like, okay, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to see in here. Um, all right, so you uh, where where do you go? Uh, the house you know has uh, multiple uh, rooms. It has master bedroom. Master bedrooms, there's there's Bertram's study, there's uh, a library, uh, there's a game room, uh, there is the kitchen, mm. um, uh, and there is a, a uh, painting studio. Um, based on what we know about Bertram, and like, this is sort of Bastin thinking through, like, okay, they're thieves, they want to steal something valuable, what is his valuable things? Like, what is Bertram's trade that would make him a target for thieves? Um, Bertrand owns multiple uh, nice va vases, uh, uh, large paintings. You actually do realize when you think about it that most of the expensive stuff Bertrand owned was all very large. Hmm. So, Well, let's check the upwell. Bedroom is a good first bet, but I'm willing to bet that anything else they wanted to steal would be to study. Mm -hmm. Those both upstairs, I'm assuming? Yep. Both. Okay. So then, let's go up. Who knows? We might just catch him in his jammies. Now, remember, keep an eye out for Half-Thor no matter what. You both know that basically if uh, Tud survived Dwarvish Vietnam, then Half-Thor was their version of Charlie. Ah. <laughs> the, um... <clears throat> as you uh, ascend the steps, uh, the mahogany um, stairs and their nice uh, plush carpeting, um, 
you start to notice things missing that were there previously, large paintings, uh, a couple statuettes um, that you all presume were pretty expensive. Um, you pass upwards and to the right, enter in, and you enter into the study. Um, this area looks like it's been completely tossed. Uh, there are uh, books strewn about. Um, seems that you don't remember everything that was in here. You were in here very temporarily, but uh, Bertrand's desk is uh, looks like the drawers have all been opened, um, and uh, there are papers splayed out. Uh, one which you recognize as being his, what you, uh, you, you're not sure if it's a journal or some sort of planner, but Bertrand was holding it, um, and you noticed he often wrote in it while he was talking to you. Ooh, I checked the entries on this, what does it say? Um, so as you go through it, it looks like it at one point had a lock on it, which has been broken. Um, mostly it seems to be a diary, uh, mundane things, his schedule, uh, things he, things he would like to acquire lists of uh, other acquisitions, uh, until a couple years ago, um, he starts to reference um, it, um, which uh, seems to be some sort of, um, <clears throat> you can roll Arcana to get a better feel for what he's talking about, because he gets a little bit jargony. That is a 19. Um, with a 19, um, he is referencing some sort of being. But it does not seem to be like like a monster necessarily. It's a being of great power that he has that <clears throat> he seems to think um, is a great treasure, which is odd because it's like a person, like a thing. Basically, he wasn't really like uh, he doesn't really have like a, 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 his own fancy zoo or anything. So you're not sure how he plans to like keep this being. Does he mention? Does he write about it reverently, fearfully, or both? It, almost like academically. He wants to acquire it so he can study it. Hmm. Um, and he notes, actually, that uh, that he sent out three uh, adventurers, he puts that in quotation marks, um, that to find uh, a fragment. Uh, and that fragment, he believes, should be able to uh, lead him to it. Hmm. Um, and then there's a stretch of uh, a couple days where it's just mundane stuff. And then, my god, I can't believe they f- that she found it. I don't even need those other three anymore. Now, all I need to do is head down <clears throat> to the island. Once I pass through Bisman, I can head to the island and just acquire it myself. I mean, there is something about the locals that she seemed to warn me about, but, you know, greasing the palms of a couple of uh, random uh, farmhands shouldn't be that much of a problem. They probably don't even know what they're sitting on. <laughs> It appears that we have been in the employ of some sort of amateur cryptozoologist, and it seems that he's already found what he's looking for. I sort of summarize this to my compatriots. But the question is, what the hell is it that he's looking for in the first place? I have a feeling that whatever it is, part of it's in this, and I hold out the crystal that we were sent to find. Either way, I don't particularly like people treating me with disrespect. Fucking elves. And, like, I snap the book shut and say, It seems that we have some catching up to do with our employer. Mostly about our payment. Right, so did he leave and then somebody broke into his house? Mm. Well, how old was the, the entry that tells about him leaving the island? When is it dated? Uh, it dated a couple days ago. Seems likely. The last entry in this is a couple days ago. Mm. Enough time for him to gather up all his things and pack shop? 
Possible. Yes, but then that begs the question of who broke in. Hello? Is anyone still here? Um, so are you guys going to search about the place? Yeah. I mean, at this point, if we know where our paycheck is, we should chase that. Well, there's also other things in here that could act as bonuses. You do know that um, while stuff in here was expensive, um, it is not the... It would be uh, prohibitively... Uh, like hard defense. A really yeah, it'd be a pain defense. You would probably get uh you would probably send the like constable the the guard after you. Um and And then I'd have to kill the entire guard. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a pain. So um <clears throat> while you have a document which says he owes you an amount of money, which is not a minus, minuscule amount. Yeah, so we have a contract. Yeah. So he does have to still pay you. Like he didn't say in it he said he didn't need you you anymore, but you get the feeling it's like he didn't need the object, yes. but he's not gonna, he didn't think he would welch on it. He didn't seem like, he seems like kinda out there, but he doesn't seem like someone who would welch on, on something owed. He's not like fake rich, he's legitimately yes. rich. In that case, let's track him down and cash this paycheck. Yes, unless one of you knows a particularly good fence, these statues would be quite hard to sell. Right, I guess our first port of call is Bisman. Sounds good. Alright. Uh, so, I guess... Do we know approximately the geography of where Bismuth is? Like, is this yeah. a fairly easy yeah, to Yes, so, so the only problem is that you probably need, like, some sort of transportation to get to Bismuth. Uh, while getting there on foot would take probably quite a while. Um, so, to the bar, lads! I don't see how drinking is going to help us. Drinking no. helps everything! Um, people, you, you see, people go to bars to drink and talk, and we can find somebody who's also heading there and hitch a ride. Um, Point. As you are leaving, everyone roll me a perception check. Two. Oh. Twenty non-natural. Uh, proficiency plus six, so that well, is... Well, technically, I'm... Twenty-four. Alright. Wait, Joey, it says my wisdom on my senses is minus one, but I've got... Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot. It should be... Yeah, it should be zero. Okay, um, so then mm-hmm. I actually got nine. Wow. <laughs> um, so, uh, Bastin and, um, Ty... Tud. 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 Tud and Bastin. Um, so as you were both heading out, um, you notice, as you're passing the master bedroom, uh, something poking out from under the bed. I draw a flask, which, as you guys can tell by the, like, electricity arcing through it, is a bottle of lightning. Yep. I... Very hard to do that more than once. Surprisingly easy if you know the right incantations, and you know a few things about uh, making sure that you have the right apparatus and setting it up. Yeah, um, I pull out a handmade spear with, and the spear tip is made out of carbon city. So yeah, I slowly prowl over to the bed and poke at the thing. Uh, so you poke at the bed. Yep. Uh, and you hear thunk, and then you're like, what? Because you poke the top of the bed. What the heck? Um, you gonna do it? I do say... I poke it again. Bunk. I do say, we aren't here to really deal with you. We have our own issues to deal with with this particular person. So quit it with the monkey shines and come out already, cupcake. The bed does not move. You have anger at the casino. (laughs) Alright, I grab the the thing and pull off the... Alright, so you pull the blanket off. Um, So there is a bed frame. There's no mattress, and there's just a pile of valuables. Like, when you say valuables... This is all the stuff that you think was taken off the walls and moved from the spot. Um, you get the feeling that 
There's a this is a lot of shit. Um, Most of that unfensible crap that well, we Well, and it's not unfensible, it's just a pain defense. So ah. someone probably could have had the right connection, but you get the idea that whoever robbed this place realized that they couldn't carry everything. Ah, so they I see. Probably just they just, stashed it. They stashed it, yeah, and you uh, then walk over to the window and look out, and you see that you, you couldn't see it before when you were walking around, but the, mat, the, the guy's mattress is like in a pile, of, like in a bush down there. Looks like they threw it out the window. So they tossed stuff, or and they could also use it to like theoretically toss stuff onto the mattress and save themselves a trip, maybe. Maybe. I do say this is one clever chap. You got anything bluey to close the door up? Uh, hmm. There's, 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 you see him like start running through stuff. Tangle, uh, Tanglefoot would probably work. It's not usually meant for that, but it is quite sticky. Mm. Oh, 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 wait. <laughs> I got this really funny idea, one sec. If oh. you think we're going to put it in a bucket over the door, I'll have no, you. No, 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 watch this. And I take a piece of charcoal, and I take one of the nearest objects, like a trophy or something like that, I set it on, like, on a little pedestal or something near the bed or, like, in front of everything. Mm. And I write on the trophy with the charcoal, we are watching you. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Interesting. Alright, uh, give me a few moments. So you see Bastin whip out what you know is his alchemy kit and he begins mixing a bunch of stuff. And I'm going to use Quick Alchemy, which allows me to, for a point of resonance, create, um, one... Oh, wait, no. It's only good for the next round. No, wait, that's the worst. Okay, so yeah, um, so I use Quick Alchemy, so I spend a point of resonance, and it allows me to create one alchemical item that I know the formula for. So you see him whip together a bunch of stuff, and then, almost like he's forming it out of like a shaggy dough, you see the familiar sort of sticky balls of tangle, uh, Tanglefoot. And so he very carefully like goes over to the door, like as you guys come out, and then reaching through the hole that he's made, kind of like stick it onto the door, so it's holding it in place. And it's like, ah, that should do it. Okay, so you've secured the door. Um, you... Uh, so what's your plan now? Oh, I guess find transport to Bisman. Alright, so uh, as you guys are exiting, uh, and you uh, kind of let the door, like, swing slightly closed behind you... <laughs> it's close enough. Um, you see that down the path, at the gate, it looks like a carriage has pulled up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, as you get closer, it looks like there are three individuals who have walked, jumped out of the carriage, and they're all wearing black, uh, cloaks, not hooded. Um, and now they're coming up towards the house? Uh, and they are coming up towards the house. Ah. These might be our gentlemen, uh, house-sitters. Half-thor and coming. They're clearly humans. Hmm? They, are they humans? As, as you come up, uh, they look like particularly pale humans. Um, they, the one in the front says, Excuse me, who are you? I hold out the contract. Uh, we are, we are, sorry, I had your voice for a second. Uh, we are adventurers that were in the employ of, uh, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Bertrand. Mr. Bertrand. Uh, we seek uh, come back for a collection, but it seems that he's not in. How about yourselves? Oh, that makes sense. I'm Zandit. I'm Bertrand's son. I'm just here to visit the uh, old man with a, a couple of my friends here, and uh, two like equally like pale-looking dudes that, that are just kind of like featureless, like blank face, just sitting there. Like they're not like zombies, but they're like so they black... they're like a bunch of goblins. Yeah, they're seen basically. Yeah, 
Uh, mm. Well, unfortunately, we're going down to the pub. It seems some sort of problem with uh, waiting for him to show up. You have a nice evening. He, uh, actually gonna look you up and down? Uh, also, uh... When he looks me up and down, I'm gonna make an intimidate check. I'm gonna smile with all of my sharp pointy teeth. Ah, I see you too have, uh, the jaws thing. The yeah. razor teeth. Uh, let's see. That's, uh... 22. Uh, okay. Alright, uh, you definitely see him going, but he's still looking at you. And yeah, he does. As you're about to head out of Cassidy Storm So you weren't able to get in? He wasn't home? We knocked, but nobody answered. Alright, make a, make a bluff check. Okay, My, well, I was technically telling the truth, but to disguise. You're pretty, it's, yeah. yeah but, so, um, question. Uh, Chin, Joey. Yeah. Uh, I can cast level one detect arcana as like an innate spell. Um, do I sense anything off of these guys, or are they just pale? Are you gonna cast a spell? No, it's is just it, like. Is it just you have the ability to always see magic as an innate spell at will? So whatever the hell that means. I believe you still need to. Okay, cast. Yeah, so you, right. If, if you, you want to cast it, you can try to do it like stealthily. Nah, I'll just. I will either suspend. I will either. Okay. The uh, non-natural twenty. Okay. Um, the guys, uh, the guy says, oh, well, that's a shame. He's probably out on another <sighs> gallivanting somewhere. Well, right up. Tell you what, if you happen to know where he is, let us know, and if we see him, we'll let you know where he is. Wonderful. All right. So, um, let's leave, like, quickly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm just, like, um, trying to suppress laughter as I'm walking along the path. <laughs> Just imagine the look on those mama's boys' faces when they find that trophy up there. They'll probably think we did it, so we should probably do it. <laughs> exactly. That's assuming they can get past your uh, your sticky trap. Hmm. Alright, uh, as you pass by their carriage, uh, you see it's just a uh, normal carriage. Uh, seems to have a rather large back. Um, uh, as if it was uh, for transport. Um, it actually seems like a bit much for three people, but... Hey, 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 guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. Let's take the carriage. Yeah! Do any of you know how to drive a carriage? Um, are there... You there... tell the horses to go, and they go. Oh! I can take care of this. I cast, uh, Speak with Animal. Sure. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I head up to the horses. Good evening there! Or, what time of day is it? It's like, afternoon. Afternoon there, soldier. How are you today in this glorious expanse of Mother Nature? Well, you know, working. Working. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. My friends and I are hoping to get somewhere sometime soon. And I've got a feeling that those pansy asses over there are treating you up to snuff. So what do you say? You help us out. We'll get you a couple buckets of oats and a few carrots to go along with it. Roll the Okay. Non-natural 20. Wow. Do you have oats now? Tell you what, if we get there on good, in good time, not only will you get your oats, but I'll also throw in a few apples as well. They'll look at you they, they converse. <laughs> nay, nay. Um, and uh, they say, all right. Fantastic. We demand food now. They have not fed us. They I haven't fed you. I uh, at least check in the uh, the back if there's any like feed bags. Uh, yeah. All right. Will this do? Did you realize it's like not very good quality? But you see that mm. they seem they seem like 
Like, well, in my bag, I've got like rations that are like fruits, vegetables, and stuff that I picked up here and there. Okay, yeah. All oh, I got is jerky. Yeah, if you give them that, they're like, they're they're good with it. They're like, all right, all right, all right. A deal, a deal, soldier. Off we go. All right, we all climb onto the carriage. All right. Uh, so, uh, as you... <laughs> we might not steal from your father, but we are definitely stealing from you. Oh, this, this, I don't think that, that's his father. No, yeah. I feel like we're in, like, a college comedy, and we're the frat boys that just stole from, like, Alpha House and stuff. Yes. Alright, uh, Adventure House! Yeah. Make a perception check, everybody, on your way out. 17? Uh, 19. 16 plus 6 is 22. Alright, um, anyone who got higher than 15 sees, uh, one of the, uh, pale-looking individuals apparently was at the door, and as you were talking to them, they, it looked like they were looking, and then when you jumped on, they started running towards you, and just <laughs> as they are about to reach you guys, peel out. <laughs> Thanks for the ride, chaps! We're watching you! I like you take a hat out. He was wearing one, and then he throws it at the ground and starts stomping on it. <laughs> so, like like, so is this where we end up getting chased by the captain of the guard, Boss Hog? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, you make your way uh, towards uh, Bisman. I like this one shot already. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, the trip there is rather uneventful. You assume that your pursuers can't catch up to you on foot. Otherwise, like, they probably would have done so. Uh, yeah, that's actually good. You, yeah. sleep, you sleep with one eye open for the first evening, and then you kind of, eh, whatever. Uh, I don't. I'm immortal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, uh, the, uh, the trip is rather uneventful. You, uh, the, these roads are pretty safe, um, since you're closer to the, you're close to the capital. Um... And you head off, um, and you, as you are uh, cresting a hill, you begin to see the shimmering coast. Um, and on the edge of the coast, you, you see a small settlement, uh, which you recognize as Bisman. Uh, anyone who has uh, either diplomacy, uh, not diplomacy, uh, society, uh, no, streetwise. Oh, uh, you have society. That... It's a society-based skill feat. I do, in fact, have streetwise. I do not. But I'll roll anyway, just in case. So that's with my society bonus, so that yeah. is... Eight. Twenty-five. Right. Ooh, yeah, I just got a twelve. So, take it away. Uh, so, John, you would know it's a fishing village. Um, and, uh, Harry, you mm-hmm. know it is a uh, long-standing fishing village that has, despite lasting so long, it's not really expanded since the little... It's, uh, it's a bit out there. Um, they really have only, like, one main uh, export, which is a particular type of tasty fish. Hmm. Um, they they fish it in moderation so that it doesn't get uh, it doesn't go extinct. They respect nature. I respect that. And uh, you know for a fact that the um, uh, there are islands nearby uh, that you start to be able to see uh, in the distance, although you aren't like not not you know you don't really even know the names of them. So there's like a chain of islands. Yeah, there's like multiple small islands, kind of like. Uh, Vancouver Island, and you know the smaller, oh, yeah, smaller yeah. the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, the, the smaller assorted islands uh, yeah. around them. Um, some like small enough to like put like one house on. Some like you know probably a pretty decent area. Yeah. He said he was going to the island. Unfortunately, there's a chain of them, so that doesn't really help it down. Well, looks like we're gonna have to ask around. Yes, he must have gotten passage somewhere. Somebody must have seen him. He's a particularly uh, foppish fellow. One moment. 
Before we can get our payment first, we must render it to these brave folk. So, ah, yes. Render unto horse what is horses. Exactly. So I look around the market for somebody who's selling produce. All right, so as you pull in, um, you're inside, your cart isn't garish, but it is rather large. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are looking at you and kind of like, hmm. They seem, people seem rather simple. Uh, you know, no, nothing really, like, fancy about their clothes. They're just, you know. Functional over over fancy. That looks like a lord's carriage. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't they don't look particularly dirty or unkept, uh, except for you know the laborers or yeah. like, people who clearly just came from working in the fields. We right. are simple farmer folk. Yeah, or simple uh, fishing folk, as the case may be. So yeah, or uh, simple fish folk. I was about to say they might have a touch of the outsmith. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so as they so as you come in, uh, you actually notice. Um, a person, uh, a, a young woman, uh, runs up beside your cart and says, Oh, hello! Um, uh, welcome to Pisman! Ah, good day to you, young miss. How are you today? Oh, uh, wonderful, sir. Um, you, uh, she looks you up and down. You're all, well, you're visibly wearing armor. What, uh, what is, brings such interesting people to, to Bisman? Oh, we're just passing through. Uh, you see, our employer has seen it was, has moved on to other ventures, but he has not yet paid out the contract he's owed us. We're simply looking for him, but we have a feeling that he came through town. Oh, well, we don't, um, I mean, if you, I, I wouldn't want to impose myself, but if you could perhaps not cause trouble, that would be wonderful, but, I mean, I'm simple. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Believe me, we are... Again, simply passing through. Pay us no money. And she says, oh, thank you. She sees you kind of sigh with relief. Um, And as she bends forward, you see she has a basket of apples. (sighs) Excuse me, miss. How much would it cost to purchase some of those delicious-looking apples you got there? Oh, um, well, uh, you, uh, roll the book, see. Okay. Eighteen. Uh, with an eighteen, she's, well, um, you know, just, uh, and she gives you a number which is well below the amount that you can like, obviously easily afford. Okay, um, I give her the amount that she asked for. Yeah. And with that, she gives you how many apples you want? Um, six. Yeah, Three like, for each horse. She like, here you go. Um, have a good day. Oh, and you as well. Excuse me, Miss. One thing you did ask us not to cause trouble. Have you had problems with, well, obviously adventures such as ourselves before? Um, no. Although recently there have been a couple disappearances, but we assume um. As, as it's mostly been our uh, uh, longshoremen, you know, the, the ocean can be treacherous, but um, do ever so hope that they come back. I see. Well, we'll keep an eye out if we see them. All right. And, um, yeah, I will help feed the horses their payment. All right. Uh, the horses are, like, very, at first, very, like, Hmm, like looking at you like all the way because they they're like they haven't been fed and it took you a couple of days yeah but once you get there once they see the apples they're like mm, okay so then they start chopping all right all right these motherfuckers pretty good <laughs> we thank thank you uh thank you uh dwarf of course soldier you have done a fantastic service and should be due for a promotion very soon I don't understand. It doesn't matter, sir. I'm a horse. You slap a chevron on, like, the side of his fucking place. Well, all right. We're going to look around, see if we can't get you those buckets of oats we promised you as well. All right. So, uh, as you're looking around, everyone will gather information, which is diplomacy or society if you have the street by speech. Nope. 17. Uh, 17. Can I get a different die? Well, that actually roll? <laughs> 17 plus 6... Plus uh, four. 27. 
17. No, no, no. You, you get that roll. Okay, fine. Next roll you can have. Sorry, what is it? 27. 27 and... 17. 17? Alright, so, um, unfortunately, John, your character is uh, a little bit... Sorry, what's your character's full name? Uh, the immortal, uh, Flygus Legbron. So, Flygus is a little intimidating, uh, walking around in his full plate armor with his sword and shield. And as, uh, he, as he is, like, scurrying about, uh, he kind of spooks people. He's a goblin in full plate, though. He's, like, half people's size. Yeah, but it's still, like, kind of, like, weird. Like, you don't see a lot of goblins wearing full plate. That is true. Um, Look, it doesn't matter the size of the tank. If a tank's coming at you, you get out of the way. (laughs) Also, they, they, um, you find that they find you a little bit more, um, like, pitiable. Mm, yes. Because you're kind I of... am very clearly trying to not be a goblin. Yeah, well, they, they at first think you're, like you said, an ugly half Um, so, uh, what you're able to glean, uh, is that, uh, you actually run into one of the guys who work down at the docks. Hmm. And he's, uh, kind of a gruff older guy. He's, like he's seen his share of, uh, fishing exploits. Uh, he's... So he looks a lot like these two. He's, well, he's holding a pipe. Um, and... He's got a pipe. Yeah. <sighs> Looking for a particularly fancy-looking guy? Yes, foppish. Um, might be time. Might be somewhat excited. I do remember a man of that description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he uh, well, he was staying in town uh, down at the inn, and uh, well, he asked me about a boat uh, and uh, see if you could get over to a Slugger's Vale. Would, uh, based on my previous rules, would I know which island Slivervale is? Uh, nope. Okay. Which island is that? Well, uh, you got a map? Mm, I can probably find one. Right. Uh, I will... Wait, wait hold on. He pulls, pulls something out of his pocket. It's kind of messy and unfolds it. Yeah. Oh, we're here. And he's the motions to, this, to, to the coast, and then Slivervale, you gotta pass on through this uh, little inlet here, and, uh, it's right there. You see it, they rather thin and long island, but uh, not that big. Fairly close, okay. Yeah. I'll, I will sketch down like a rough outline of a map, just so that I know where to go. You said he was staying at the inn. Is he still here? Uh, actually, I don't know. He uh, talked to me about it. Uh, he said he would come back the next day with plans involving the uh, ship, and then uh, I never saw him again. And how many days ago was this? Oh, I'd say about uh, two days? And which uh, coincides with the journal. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well then, he might still be here somewhere. Which, do you happen to remember if he said which inn he was staying at? I was the only one in town. Ah, wonderful. Uh, where might I find that? Point to you right at it. Alright. It's, hey. like, it's literally right behind us. It's no. like, oh, how did we miss that? Nah, it's like a ten minute walk. Alright. Thank you, sir. Uh, so, um, Todd, you are, are able to, uh, so you're walking about the docks, um, and there is just a, well, you almost walk over them, but there is a woman who seems to be bundled up, uh, as if she's cold, despite this being the middle of summer, um, and she's just sitting there with, uh, uh, what looks like a tanker sitting beside her, and it's half full, and then a tanker that's empty with coins in it. And she, uh, and she's kind of, like, shuffling back and forth, sitting there. You alright there, miss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seem a little chilly there. <laughs> Uh, what? What do you want? Um, nothing in particular. Uh, what, uh... You're, you're weird looking. 
I've heard that one before. So, uh, what's your story, huh? What's up with these two, uh, tankers? I love alcohol. Makes sense. <laughs> that one's for the change, and that one's for the alcohol. And the change gets you more alcohol, I presume. That's the system. <laughs> Money can be exchanged for goods and services. All right, well, uh, talk to you later. And I head on my way. I take you. What? She shakes her fist and says, I take you. Take me to what? She just like shakes her head. Um, roll a, uh, just like raw wisdom. Why do I get the feeling I've just been cursed? You got spookified. Ooh, nat 20. Uh, based on the inflection of her voice, you figure out I was not as in herself. Uh, she was saying I as if it is a proper noun. She is going to take you. Uh, no, no. no. E-Y-E. Oh. I take you. What do you mean by the eye? <laughs> you don't even know about the eye. Well, it'll definitely take you. All right. It's beginning to look a lot like fishmen swimming all around. Joey, are we in a Call of Cthulhu game? No. It's not going to be fishmen. It's going to be like the exact opposite. It'll be people with human half bodies, but fish half legs. The mermaid? Yes. Um, okay. Well, uh... Oh, you fancy people! Take it! Miss, and I just gesture it down at myself, the smelly, dirty dwarf with a thousand yards here. Does this look anything like fancy to you? Well, you got nice pants. <laughs> I like the <laughs> pants. Bye! I bought these shoes off a hobo. Oh, well, look at you, Mr. Fancy Manicure. I like to take care of myself. <laughs> Alright, so I'm assuming we uh, meet up at some point. Yep. Well, Todd, what have you met? Uh, well, um... Todd. Yeah, Todd. Have you managed to find anything else? Uh, aside from the crazy old woman down by the docks, I can't say that I have. A crazy old woman? Yeah, saying something about, uh, I take you. And I point at my eye to, ge- to demonstrate the use of the word. Joey, I have occultism. Can I roll to see if that means anything? Yes. Uh, that is 21. Um, the eye makes you think of their... You do remember there being some sort of religious order involving an eye, <laughs> and it was not a good one. But you can't put your finger on which one. I do remember there being something about a religious order with an eye as its holy symbol, but I can't seem to recall anything else. I need to use a library to look it up. And, well, is it a bad religious thing? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> I think we've been cursed. As soon as something spooky starts happening, I'm going back there and I'm breaking the bitch's neck. Actually, um, while I'm doing this, I will use my uh, Detect Arcana ability on him. Or my detect magic ability. He's about as magic as he is. Okay. Hmm. Well, I don't see any curses on you, so... Hooray! Well, uh, one thing I did manage to find out is apparently our good employer was here about two days ago. Ah! Apparently, he stopped in at the inn, went down to the docks to inquire about a ship to, uh, Silverman? Uh, the... <clears throat> The S- Sliver's Vale. The Sliver's Vale, which is an island not too far from here, actually. But apparently, he never showed back up to uh, finish the contract with that. Originally, I just thought that was him skipping out on a deal again, but uh, considering your run-in with um, the, what did you call her again? Crazy old lady? That's the one. I have a feeling that there might be something more to this than I'm than we're letting on. Sounds like we might be needing to pay a visit to Sliver's Vale in case the inn doesn't turn anything up. Yes. 
suppose we'll have to. But in the meantime, we should probably check out this inn. Who knows? If we're lucky, maybe he's still there. Alright, so let's head to the inn then. Alright, you head to the inn. Um, There is a rotund man sitting at the desk. Um, He uh, seems to be going through some papers and counting money. Hmm. Um, Hello, good sir. Oh, hello! Um, dear sir, may I ask you a few questions? Of course! Um, a rather curious fellow came through here about a couple days ago. Um, fairly foppish, very much a noble. Oh, uh-huh, yes, yes, yes. Mr. Um, Bar- Bar- Bertrand. Yes, Mr. Yes, Bertrand. The fellow. Um, we were told that he was staying at this inn. Is he still here? Um, well, I hope he was still in town. He owes me money. That makes two of us. Yeah, well, he paid for two nights, and uh, he was supposed to be paying for the third one, and he uh, up and ran off. Hmm. The same thing happened to us. Hmm. You you also owned it? Uh, no, not um, quite. We uh, have a contract with him. Oh, okay. We're adventurers. We did a job for him, and he owes us a little something. Oh, well. If you're right there, get, get my uh, get my two gold pieces. You got it. Hmm. hmm. Sir, I don't mean to impose, but considering that the disappearance of our employer has put the both of us in a bind, would it be all right with you if we took a look through his room? It might be possible for us to find something that may be able to, uh, find him and extract this monetary value from him, as it were. Sure. Ah, you are most kind, sir. Uh, which room is he Third in? on the left. We have two keys. Thank you. Okay, so... I check around the back of the man operating the muck. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It just has very tiny legs. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Ooh. Um, 25. Uh, so you poke your head back there, and you see, like, he's got, like, a still smoking pipe, uh, and you, you smell his Thelmer's butt, which is a uh, type of uh, hallucinogen that raises your voice very high <laughs> and makes you very uh, suggestible. Okay! Why, what a kind fellow. Uh huh, that's one word for it. <laughs> ah, smells like he's smoking the good shit. Alright, come on, let's get going. Alright, so we head up to the room. Yep. Alright, so you open the door, enter in, and you find a pretty standard room. Um, that still has a bunch of stuff in it. Hmm. Well, it definitely must have still... Well, he didn't run out on it. He didn't take his stuff. I'm well, gonna look around the place. Perception. Sure. Yeah, I'll also take a look around. 21. Uh, perception is wisdom, so that's just plus 6, so... 11. So 11 and... 21. Um, pretty standard stuff. Uh, looks like stuff to take on a trip. He has multiple sets of clothes. Uh, he has a couple books that are, like, recreational. Um, he has, uh, it looks like he has, uh, uh some stationery, um, that, but nothing to write on. I think whatever he was writing on, he might have had on a person. Hmm. Well, I take the stationery either way. Noble stationery is very good for organs. It's not, like, from the desk of Oh, damn. It's just paper, parchment, and ink. Okay. Hmm. Parchment? I mean, I mean it's, not, it's not parchment. It's, uh, by stationery, I just feel like pen to pen. Like, there's enough stuff here that it looks like he might have just stepped outside, like, expecting to come back or something. Yep. Yep. He, yep, there's no, there's no, like, uh, there is, looks to be enough clothes for a trip here. Looks to be about, like, three days here, and then the two days back require. Hmm. Well, if he needed, um, Silver, um, Sliver Veil is a relatively short job by boat, right? Like, less than a day? Yeah, about, yeah, about, about the better part of a day. Well, it seems he's packed almost exactly to the letter. Nothing extra. Hmm. Interesting. It's almost up like he just up and vanished. 
which seems to be a common occurrence in this town. Mm-hmm. They said something about disappearances and all that. And your friend about the eye is, uh, troubling. This is getting creepy as fuck. Um, I think it's okay. Hmm. There must be some way... You see, I'm not afraid because I'm immortal. Yeah, ah, right. I can't die. What does he have to fear a cult? <laughs> so, let's just go to this island. We know where he is, probably. Or we know where his body is. Wait, does he keep his money on his body? Make a wisdom sit check for everybody. Ooh, that is 22 for me. That's a will check, right? Well, yeah. Uh, no, it's good. Oh, wisdom. Do I have a proficiency for that, or is it just the modifier? Just the modifier. Twelve. Okay. Do I have Twelve. Okay. Uh, Chris, you remember, uh, he, uh, is known for keeping his wealth in a one pouch, uh, that he is essentially a bag of holding. He just reaches in and pulls money out of. Hmm. Alright. So we find his body, and we find our payment. And the... Okay, let's go find that walking money pit. Alright, I have just the idea who we can find for a boat. And uh, I bring everyone back to the old gentleman on the docks I talked to earlier. Oh, you're back. Yes. Um, I do hope this doesn't sound too much like a, um... What's the equivalent of a broken record in, uh, this land? Um... A bit. A drunk bard? I don't mean to sound like a drunken bard, but, um... Would you possibly be able to get us, Pow? Would we be able to find transport to uh, Sliver's Vale from here, from the docks? Well, uh, yeah. Not uh, not today, though. Um, Boat's out uh, right now with my son. He's uh, just uh, grabbing some fish, but uh, once he's back, uh, we can head out first thing in the morning. Ha! Perfect. Then we'll need a place... Ah, yes, the inn, of course. Thank you. Um, we'll be back here first thing in the morning and uh, to work out payment and such. Sounds fine to me. Mm. So, uh, we head back to the inn, and I guess we'll speak to the innkeeper about a room. Oh, hey, guys! Hello again, sir. Turns out we might be need- in need of your services. We'd like a room for three, please. Sure! Uh, How much would that cost? Oh, um, six gold pieces. I'm sure between the three of us we have six gold pieces. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And where would I be able to find a couple buckets of oats? I got some hungry horses outside. Um, he like starts looking out in the distance. <laughs> I like wave my hand in oh, his face. Um, say with a son. Um, yeah, Matilda. No, dour-looking woman stomp, stomps out. Yes, honey. Um, jeez, gentlemen need um boats, buckets of oats. Yes. I think this man's gone mad. <laughs> Nah, it's just the weed talking. I've seen it before. Yeah, uh... Here you go. She, like, walks into in the back and walks out with two buckets. It's on the house. Just... Much appreciated, miss. We left our horses at the edge of town, right? Uh, I'd say you brought them in. Okay. okay. You don't get the feeling people are saying we're going to steal your horses. Also, you told them you were going to give them oats, so they're, like, firmly planted <sighs> in. It's okay, so I... Somebody tried to move them, like, no, oh. Does, we have payment. <laughs> does the innkeeper have? Does the inn have a set of stables that I can set the horses up in? I have those kind of like small ones, like with just kind of like a canopy. Okay, that's fine. Well, I s- we'll detach the cart from them. Yeah. I set the horses up in the stables and I give them each a bucket. Okay. They they neigh appreciatively. Mm-hmm. One of them neighs seductively. <laughs> no, that's a that, that's a different adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, no, not in this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, and, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. um, you are all thinking three rooms? Alright. Uh, are they three separate rooms? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are they laid out? Uh, beside each other. Okay. So, yeah, I, uh, I, like, as they're doing the bucket thing, I go and check out the rooms. If you all like the room that you were just in, um... With less stuff. Yeah, but less with, stuff. with no stuff in it. Um, they're pretty simple beds. Um, they seem decently comfortable, although you wouldn't want to live here. Mm. Any, like, deadbolts on the doors, or is it just the key lock? Just the key lock. Uh, each of them also has a window. Uh, you're on the, you're on the door. Okay. Hmm. Well, if our good well... Flag, uh, Flagus, if our friend is in fact being targeted by this eye cult, it'd probably do well to find a way to secure these rooms. Why? Because they might stab him. You know? Who? Tub. Oh! What? Alright! Right, he's not stab proof. Yes. <sighs> yep, found that out the hard way back in the war. Right. Right. So the, the the rooms themselves don't have any sort of like bookshelves or things that we can put up against the door. There are dressers you could move, hmm. but they're not very heavy. All right. Well, what I will do then is I will spend. Do I really? Because what I'm thinking is, you can either try and bar the doors with furniture, or if I can spend, or I can spend three resonance points to make the uh, the tangle foot thing again. But again, it's just tangle foot. It's not going to resist a person busting it down. Also, you have to remove it afterwards. Yeah, removing a tangle foot bag is a real pain in the ass. Yeah. So, so we can either mean this is actually like you shot cement all over a guy's wall. Yeah. Oh wait, I have an idea. So I take um, one of the thunderstones that I created earlier. And I just position each... Uh, oh, wait, actually, that will deafen us. I got an idea. I can look after myself, son. Well, I guess... Is your idea to be a bear while you're sleeping? <laughs> I like your thinking, but not quite. Saving the bear thing is the ace up my sleeve. So, uh, here's what I do. I rearrange the pillows in my bed so that it forms a lump, because I don't sleep in beds. I'm used to sleeping outside. Okay. I go underneath the bed and set up my bedroll down there with my spear at the ready. And then, um, yeah, basically, after closing the door, I'm then going to cast web on the area above my bed. Mm. To trap yourself under your own bed? To trap anybody that might come in and try to stab me while I'm asleep. Okay. What doesn't last very long, though? Oh. It probably won't last six hours. Never mind that. Okay. It, yeah, and I'm also going to... Yeah, let me think. Yeah, I'm going Which to... Which you could do yeah. if you could turn into a spider Yeah. and make some sort of web. Not that it would, like, grab anyone, but it would. It might tangle them up in a way that would cause them to go. But you could put it at, like, head level, so if they walk through, it's like, Ugh! Yeah, okay, so I'm going to do that, um, like... I'm going to keep the door ajar, and I'm going to create a cobweb at head okay. between the door frame and the door. Sure. All right. I will just uh, move my door, uh, my bed, actually, in front of the door. So I'll be, like, sleeping on it against the, the, the door. Okay. I do absolutely nothing. Fierce! Okay. I actually think that's one of my things, is I get a bonus against fierce. You do. Nice. <laughs> Pansies. Afraid of people dying. Okay. Uh, do you do any more preparation for your good bed? Mm. Nope. Mm, I'm good. Mm. 
I will do one thing. I will also... Mm, the dresser won't be able to go up against the window fairly well. I'm trying to think if I have anything. I will take one of the acid flasks and sort of put it over the window, so that if anyone tries to like open the window, the acid flask will fall on top. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we shall go to bed. Okay. So, uh, you guys are sleeping. Uh, you slowly, as you each finish pre- your preparations, except for Flygus, um, you uh, eventually tire and... Uh, either under or on your bed, uh, drift off into sleep. Yeah, and I'm sleeping the way I did back in the war, with one eye open. Okay. Yeah, because, um, yeah, in wartime, people learn to sleep in trenches very, very quickly, and to wake up at a moment's notice. How do trenches work against giants? Um, hmm. if they throw something at you, it's very hard to get it in the trench directly, so yeah. you either got to roll it into the trench, which requires, you know, calibrations. Not a giant strong suit. Yeah. Or, like, direct launch. Also not giant strong suit. So basically, the uh, trying to get a dwarf in wartime for a giant is like trying to play cricket. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to my Dungeon Tale. To find more of our episodes, you can go to Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com. Farewell.